Hey there, swim fans. Here with another episode of Whiteboard Wednesday, and I am so excited about today's episode because we're discussing dry land training. First of all, what is dry land training in the first place? Dry land training is the movements that you do outside of the water for the sole purpose of increasing your strength, mobility, and flexibility in the water. Most people refer to this as strength and conditioning, but here's why it's super important for swimmers. First of all, it can help you prevent injury. When you do strength and conditioning and dry land training, you're activating different muscles that you wouldn't normally hit while you're in the pool, therefore reducing your risk for injury. The second important reason is that it can increase your stroke rate, meaning you can take more strokes in less time. And finally, this will help you increase your distance per stroke because you're carrying more power and you have more strength in the water. Now the goal of doing any kind of dry land training or strength and conditioning, whether that's weightlifting or any type of, of out of the water workout, is to make you stronger and more explosive in the water. Transferring all of that workout potential out of the water and putting it into the water, into your strokes. Now before we talk about the two workouts that we have on the board, they're actually going to explain the different types of movements that you can do out of the water before or after a workout. First, we're gonna talk about the dynamic warm-up that you should do before you even get in the water. So if you're going to do any kind of swim workout, I always recommend doing some sort of dynamic stretching. The first is warming up your arms. So we're talking about arm circles, having your arms spread out, spread out straight, uh, parallel to the ground and to the ceiling. You're gonna do small circles forward, goes backwards. Then you're gonna do medium circles forward, medium circles backwards. And finally, you're gonna do big circles forward and big circles backwards. It's a great way to start out your dynamic warm-up and really uh, open up your arms and your shoulders. The second part is doing arm swings. So this is where you're focusing on initially your triceps, getting a nice dynamic range in, and then focusing on opening it up into your chest, opening up your chest. What you do to your arms, you gotta warm up your legs. So with your legs, you're gonna do butt kicks, really activate the front of your core, your hip flexors, activate your hamstrings, really get the blood flowing, but you're not holding anything. That's what static stretching is. Static stretching is where you actually hold the stretch as opposed to dynamic, you're, you're swinging, you're not holding it, you're getting the blood flowing, you're just touching the muscle, but you're not fully stretching. And finally, you wanna warm up your core. So a few quick core exercises that you can do to warm things up are the simple plank hold, and this is where you're really activating your core, stabilizing everything. Uh, next, we'll do the T-rotation. The T-rotation is where you go from plank position to opening up your chest. You're starting to get a little bit of lateral core uh, engagement. And then finally, you're going to do uh, arm and leg raises. So raise your left leg. You can do alternating uh, plank raise, so you hold your left arm up while your right leg is up, and then you switch left, right, right, left. All of these things are designed to keep your body warmed up, whether you're gonna go in the pool or you're gonna do a dry land training program. So on the board, let's get right into it. We have a basic workout that is four different exercises, four different movements, and we're gonna repeat this five rounds. So we have what we have is called supersetting, where you take multiple exercises and you do them one after another, and that's going to be one round. Then you take 30 to 60 seconds rest after completing all four movements. 
and then you repeat. The first one is the classic burpee. You have 10 repetitions of burpee. Burpee is where you have your, uh, you're starting out in a push-up position, and then you're gonna bring your legs in, and you're gonna jump to the sky, and then you're gonna go back down. There's a few different variations of this, and you can't do it all in one explosive movement. You can do uh, standing position, feet on the ground, then your legs kick out, if you're not able to be as explosive, you can just put your hands down and then walk your legs out one at a time. So there's a variation for all of these. The next one is alternating jump lunge. This is my favorite. It really kills your legs. It's a nice plyometric explosive movement. Essentially, your hands are uh, vertical to the ceiling or on your waist. And you're gonna alternate lunge Really focus on opening up your legs. The modified version of this is where you stand uh, from one position to the other. So your right leg is forward, one after another. So you're gonna go 10 repetitions of those. Then you're gonna do 10 leg lifts where you're on your back and you're looking at the ceiling or the sky, your legs are straight, and you're focusing on lifting your heels just a few inches or a few centimeters off the ground to about a 45 degree angle. Now the variations of this is where you put your hands underneath your butt, you can even put a medicine ball between your legs to make things more difficult. It really depends on your skill level. Now the final uh, exercise in this series is going to be the plank progression, which is where you're in a plank position and you start out by tapping your wrists, then you tap your elbows, then you tap your opposite shoulders, then you tap your opposite hip, then you tap your opposite knee, and finally you tap your opposite foot. This is a great way to really focus on your core strength You'll do this for one round, take 30 to 60 seconds rest, you go five rounds total. You can take more break if you need it. And the goal of this set is to be about two minutes or less per round. With the rest, this should only take you about 10 to 15 minutes. And this is a fantastic workout to do before you get into the, into the pool. And you can do this same workout without really much variation two or three times per week. And you'll start to see some strength gains, especially in increasing your stroke rate, to improve and increasing this your skill. distance per stroke. Without further ado, how do you swim fans? Here is another episode of Whiteboard Wednesday. We and on today's episode, dryland workout, which I'd like to share with you now. So this advanced workout has the same structure as the prior one, but with different exercises. So you're gonna go four different movements for five rounds with the same 30 to 60 seconds rest in the beginner workout. The difference is these exercises are a little bit more complicated and require a little bit more foundation in strength and conditioning. So the first one is the push-up, which actually a lot of people can do the push-up without any problem. So on this, the first round, we're gonna go regular grip push-ups. So your arms are just outside, your hands are just outside your shoulders, you're gonna go standard push-ups. On the second round through for push-ups, you're gonna go wide grip. So your hands are pretty far out, outside of your shoulders, and your range of motion is a little bit different. You're going wide grip uh, push-ups. Then on the third round, you're gonna go what are called diamond push-ups. So these are more narrow, working a different part of the upper body of the chest of the push, and you're really engaging your triceps on this one. On the third, fourth round, you're gonna go weighted. So if you can, grab a weight plate, put it on your back, and do the push-ups in any of these uh, hand positions with the added benefit of weight. And then finally, on the last round, I want you to do clapper push-ups. So if you can go two claps between every push-up, that's fantastic. If you can go one, that's great and go 10 push-ups like that. The second part of this set are called donkey kicks. Donkey kicks are really explosive. 
You start out with your hand on all fours, your hands and your feet are on the ground, and you're gonna donkey kick up to where you're doing almost a handstand, and then you're gonna bring your legs back quickly to recover. You're gonna go 10 of those. Those are really, really explosive. The third movement is the sit to stand jump. So you're on the ground, curled up, jump up, and you're trying to be explosive, activate your core, and you're gonna have to really engage your entire body or else you're not gonna be able to do this exercise. Similar to the donkey kicks, this is something that will take a lot of skill and practice and get better at it before you do it. And finally, you're going to do pull-ups. So I mentioned no equipment. For this one, uh, on the more advanced, ideally you have some sort of a pull-up bar uh, with different grip abilities. So on the first round of pull-ups, you're gonna go 10 regular pull-ups. So regular pull-ups are where your hands are just outside your shoulders and you're gonna pull yourself up to where your chin passes the point of your hands on the bar. The second round, we're gonna go neutral grip. And if your pull-up bar allows you to do this, neutral grip is where your hands are facing each other when you grab the pull-up bar. So not every pull-up rack will have these. Traditionally, you're gonna have your hands uh, facing away from you. A neutral grip is where you're here, and you'll pull yourself up the same way you would any other pull-up. The third round, you're gonna go wide grip. So you can do wide grip on any type of pull-up bar. So whether you have uh, at a 45 degree angle, or you're just on a parallel bar to the ground, you're just gonna put your hands out a little bit further, and you're gonna do wide grip pull-ups. On the next round, you're gonna go the reverse grip. So instead of having your hands away from you, you're gonna have your hands face you. And this is more like a curl. So you're activating your bicep a little bit with your back as well. And on the last round, you're going to do clapper pull-ups. These are my favorite. These are extremely explosive. You can do these in any grip, actually. Just make sure you get your hands back on the bar as quickly as possible so that way you can recover. This is a more advanced workout, which you should be able to do after you've mastered the first version of the dryland circuit. Both of them are five rounds of four different exercises that you can do at the pool before you get in the water. They'll take about 10 to 15 minutes, depending on how much rest you're giving yourself and also how fast you can move through the actual workout. And some training tips for dryland in general. It's really important, here's the pro tip, to modify for your mobility. In other words, if a movement hurts or you simply can't do it with the proper technique, take a step back, recover, and modify so that you can reach your full potential without hurting yourself. Because remember, the whole goal of doing dryland training is to prevent injury. So consult with your doctor, with your coaches, make sure that you're not doing any movement that doesn't put your body in jeopardy of hurting itself. Because at the end of the day, we're trying to prevent injury while increasing your strength, making you swim stronger and more explosive in Howdy the water. Howdy swim fans, so stay tuned with another episode of Whiteboard tips. Wednesday. And, and workouts today's like episode, this, if you have any questions, about make sure you leave them in the comments. We'll see you guys later. This is Whiteboard Wednesday. Happy swimming. Bye.